Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everything and everybody is a brand. Every athlete, every celebrity, uh, every product, every corporation, every politician, every political party, everything is a brand. And we do two things on the show. Uh, we interview a big personality, a well-known personality, but their own personal brand. And this week, that breaks on Thursday, as it does all weeks. And it'll be Frances Hogan. She is the Facebook whistleblower that is just an incredible story behind the scenes at Facebook. And uh, I think she's a national hero, as far or a hero, international hero, for what she did exposing the ills of Facebook. And we're going to talk to her. And today on Tuesday, we drop what we call our Brands of the Week. These are the brands that are shaping the zeitgeist, which brands are up, which brands are dead. Down. Let's get right into it. Uh, first up, brand up for pregnant workers, or really brand up for protections for pregnant workers. A new federal law protecting the rights of pregnant workers takes effect next week. The Pregnant Workers Fair Act. It's a major advancement um, for the rights of pregnant women. The law requires employers with more than 15 employees to provide reasonable accommodations to pregnant workers, as well as those receiving from childbirth and those who need to pump breast milk at work. For example, a retail worker may need an extra bathroom break or carry a bottle of water on the store floor. A cashier might need to sit in a stool while working. Um, 2.8 million women a year are pregnant on the job. Uh, so it's interesting. So good news, obviously, for uh, pregnant workers and all the help that they need. Uh Brand up for the aging of America. The median age in the U.S. reaches a record high, according to Axios. Decades of lower birth rates and increasing till recently life expectancy means older folks make up an even larger share of the U.S. population. Here's, here's this interesting stat. The median age, take guess what the median age in the U.S. That's the average age or a different way of looking at the average age. Reached a record high last year of 38.9 years. So almost 40 years old is the median age in this country. And it's likely to be going up there per Census Bureau data out Thursday. In 1980, the median age was 30. So that's really fascinating. In, in 40 years, some odd years, the median age has grown almost a decade. The baby boomers and their kids are aging this country. Uh, it's got all, all kinds of implications for the economy, uh, particularly for the workforce where the aging population is keeping the, the labor market tight and could, the aging workforce could drive worker shortages for years to come. Um, really interesting. Maine has the highest median age in the country with 44.8. Utah, which has a relatively high fertility rate, is the youngest state, youngest median age state with 31.9. It's very interesting. Uh, this is a, a sad brand down. Brand down for charitable giving. Giving declines after record-setting years. According to the Giving USA's annual philanthropy report, charitable giving in 2022 fell to a total of $499.3 billion in current dollars. That's a decline of 3.4% or 10.5% adjusted for inflation. Um, the report describes the decrease as a relatively rare occurrence, usually seen uh, according to with years with difficult un or unusual economic conditions. Um, you know, they're saying that it's probably attributed to high inflation rate and the volatility of the stock market, but I wouldn't categorize this year as a particularly hard economic year so or last year. So that's, uh, that's a sad stat. Another sad stat, another sad brand down middle school learning. Middle school's reading and math scores plummet. American students' test scores in math and reading got significantly worse last year, continuing a decade-long freefall. Uh, the findings come from a test known as the Nation's Report Card, a continuous national assessment of 13-year-old students. 
The average math scores of 13-year-olds declined nine points between 2020 and 2023, and the average reading score for 13-year-olds declined four points between 20 and 2023. Uh, this is, was done with about 8,700 students, the assessment of about at about 460 schools across the country. Uh, that's bad news for this country. You know, if our kids are not learning right, you know, that does that, you know, how, how do you, how do you look at the health of an overall society? And I'm going to start with one of the first things you, you obviously you look at mortality rates or I mean, child mortality rates and you look at uh, education numbers. These are very sobering, very, very sobering. For huge brand down from Marietta, Georgia, particularly the, the police force there, um, Worshippers were outraged as neo-Nazis waved, waved swastika flags outside Georgia synagogue and police refused to intervene because it's free speech. Um, about a dozen members of, I hate to even give them the name, of the Goyim Defense League, a hate group, staged a demonstration outside the Chabad of Cobb County Synagogue just north of Atlanta. The group held swastika flags and racist signs. Police were called to the scene but allowed the protest to continue citing free speech. Uh... One worshiper said it was the most frightening thing I've seen in my 65 years. It's very hard to believe this is happening in Cobb County. The, the police allowed it because of free speech. Uh, obviously, this is a very philosophical discussion, but Nazis parading in front of a synagogue, waving swastika stags, flags. I don't know. Somehow police make them disband. That's just where I'm coming from. I know it flies in the face of the First Amendment from some people's point of view, but when it comes to Nazis, fuck Nazis, and that's all I gotta say there. Um, brand up for the most, what's viewed as the most patriotic brands uh, in the country. Uh, most patriotic brands list, this is uh, according to a study by uh, uh, Brand Keys, the most patriotic brands in the US survey. Number one was Jeep, even though it's not an American brand. I, surprise, surprise. Number two is Disney. Take that, Ron DeSantis. Number three is Ford, followed by Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss. A tie between Amazon, Coors, and Walmart. Then a tie between American Express and Hershey's, Apple, and Jack Daniels. Uh, interesting. Kind of go, what goes into, I mean, those are about as, if you think about it, Americana brands. Interesting that Amazon made that list. It's the only technology company in there. The other ones, not a surprise, Coca-Cola, Levi's, Ford, you know, these are real kind of Americana brands. And uh, obviously that's a very good thing for, for most brands to aspire to. Brand out for Amazon. FTC sues Amazon for tricking and trapping people in prime subscriptions. Federal regulators have sued Amazon, alleging the company for years tricked people into buying Prime memberships that was purposely hard to cancel. Shocker. FTC and legal complaint filed on Wednesday says Amazon illegally used manipulative, coercive, and deceptive designs to roll shoppers into auto-renewing Prime subscriptions. Imagine that, having a subscription that's hard to not renew. Shocker, shocker, shocker. Um, brand up for sports on phones. Particularly with Gen Zers, 80% of Gen Z watch games on their phones. Gen Z preferred watching live sports on the go rather than viewing at home or in a bar. Of course, it's more convenient. A poll of 500 sports fans found 80% of those between 18 and 26 
will typically watch sports on their mobile phone while out and about. Uh, it's interesting because I'm a big sports guy, but I'm not watching sports on my mobile phone. Of those Gen Zers who genuinely, who genuinely consume games on their phones, 54% is more accessible than other devices, while they further 38% claim it's how they access all their content. It also emerged that 74% of young adults get most of their sports content, interesting, from social media more than any other generation, with 65% of millennials doing it. So three out of four young adults say they get most of their sports content from social media. Very interesting. Brand down, or brand up, I'm sorry, for the non-college path to the NBA. You had the NBA uh, draft last week. Victor Wenembaya, Wembenyama, I'm sorry, Victor Wembenyama, I should know that by this time. He's he's the most important player. recruit into the NBA since probably LeBron James. But four out of the five did not go the traditional college route. They went to overseas or domestic minor leagues as path to the NBA. Twins of Monosaur Thompson played for overtime elite in Atlanta-based pro league. They went four and five. Scoot Henderson went to the Portland Trail Blazers after two seasons with the NBA's developmental G League. And Wemin Yama, the most hyped NBA prospect, as I said, went to San Antonio after from France's top league pro A. So college basketball hoops, very bad news for them. Brand up for a potential. I don't know if I want to bar for this. Is I, I would pay for it though. Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg cage masks. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are absolutely dead serious about trading blows in the octagon, and fans will have to pay up if they want to see it. UFC President Danny White on Thursday told TMZ Sports that he spoke with both billionaires about their social media. They go at each other on social media. Their social media beef this week which Zuckerberg accepted a cage match challenge issued by Musk on Twitter. Mark Zuckerberg hit me up first and said, is he serious? While White told him the outlet, and then when the promoter reached out to Musk, the Tesla CEO told him, yeah, I'm dead serious. Uh, White said that he's already in the early stages of planning how to put on the fight, but didn't hesitate to pay play up the excitement. He expects the brawl. They said it would bring in a billion dollars. That's right. Who wouldn't buy that for a pay-per-view record? It's not going to happen because neither one of these guys would put their masculinity or their image or their rogue image to the test if they lost. Uh, It's never going to happen. But I, for one, would pay my $100 or whatever it is to see Mark Zucker. It would be really gross to look at to watch these two dorks going at it. But there you go. Speaking of fighting, brand up for A-listers learning the art of combat. Everybody from Tom Hardy, Ashton Kutcher, Mario Lopez, and as I said, Mark Zuckerberg are among the combat's sports-known guys who are training in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu is making a big kind of groundswell. Um, It's focused on ground fighting with the end goal being controlling and submitting an opponent. Winning moves including limb shining, joint locks, and consciousness suspending chokes. Practitioners typically cap out when a submission is in place rather than suffering the imminent consequences. Surprise, surprise. It's user-friendly for people in their 40s and 50s to start. So there you go. Jiu-jitsu for celebrities. Uh, brand up for silver-haired stars. They are the new box office gold. Harrison Ford at 80 is leading the franchise, the, of course, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark franchise for the fifth time with Indiana Jones and the Duel of Destiny. 60-year-old Tom Cruise is pulling out stunts, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Arnold Schwarzenegger, 75, is a CIA operative and hero of FUBAR on Netflix. And at 68, Denzel Washington will, Denzel Washington will dole out Vigilante Justice in the action pack The Equalizer 3. Um, you know, these movie stars invented blockbusters. And, you know, the newer blockbusters that all have superheroes, a lot of them have masks in there. So this is a kind of a, a weird thing, but you don't see them as much. The young and, you know, movie there's so much fragmentation today that you no movie stars are able to kind of garnish the 
the uh, what I'll call the, uh, the momentum or the overall mountain building that these movie stars who were on top for decades built. And it's interesting. Entertainment research company NRG polled 3,000 people ages 12 to 74 earlier this year to see if audiences truly want to see these older heroes. And it's finding 19 of the top movie star respondents report mostly wanting to see theaters are over 40 years old. The 20th Chris Hemsworth turns 40 in August. Tom Cruise had the highest seat-filling potential, followed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Tom Hanks. Morgan Freeman, 86, made the top 20 list, while rising stars like Timothy Chalamet and Florence Pugh did not. There you go. Yay for older movie stars. Uh, brand down for The Flash. Why did The Flash bomb so hard? Well, it seems there's really a brand down for DC. DC Comics movies, the universe has been really bad lately. Shazam, The Fury of the Gods was a bad movie that performed badly. Black Adam was a pretty bad movie that performed badly. The Batman was actually a pretty good movie that performed well, but not up to the standards. Suicide Squad performed badly. Justice League, uh, a pretty good movie, but no performance really because it was on HBO Max, mainly for super fans. Wonder Woman 84 performed badly. So DC Comics definitely having a hard time at the box office. Brand up for my buddy Mets owner, Steve Cohn. He gave $5 million to help psychedelics go mainstream. The foundation, the this was the Stephen Alexander Cohn Foundation organization of the hedge fund billionaire. Founded to inspire community service and philanthropy across many sectors, including psychedelic research. The foundation's website comments the active ingredient of magic mushrooms because of its alleged positive and long-lasting effects on some of the most debilitating and chronic medical conditions, including addiction, anxiety, and major depression. They gave five million bucks. There you go. Go mushrooms. Brand up. This is a big favorite of mine. I'm a well-known napper. Uh, calls to make nap, brand up for napping, calls to make nap part of working day at the latest study on brain benefits. Recent research on napping has led to a renewed recalls for employees to be allowed to doze on the job. There you go. Uh, according to a study published this week, habitual napping appears to be associated with a larger brain volume in adults. Scientists say this raises the possibility of napping or for some protection under neurodegeneration. According to experts say stress that further research was needed. The work followed previous studies that suggested a brief doze to improve people's ability to learn. You know, I'm going to just say a brand up for napping overall. I don't believe in napping at work. Uh, so I guess most people who do work during the day, it's hard to nap. So uh, I have kind of a more flexible schedule. Uh, but I, I'm i just a napping guy, so I'm going to give it a brand up anyway. Uh, this is a weird, unfortunate one. Brand down for walking. Pedestrian deaths have reached a 40-year high. Pedestrian deaths in the U.S. are the highest they've been in more than 40 years. This is this is sobering. Drivers struck and killed at least 7,500 pedestrians last year. So people just walking along the road who were killed by drivers, 7,500. The, the, the group projects these totals will climb. This is according to U.S. Highway, uh, the Governor's Highway Safety Association. The group, the group projects these totals will climb past 8,000 as more data is finalized. It would make it the most deadliest, the deadliest year for pedestrians since 1980. Sad. All right. Brand up for speed dating. Speed dating is making a comeback. Singles are partying like it's 1999. There's speed dating and joining the social clubs with pandemic isolation happily behind them. People are looking for love, meeting in real life and embracing movie, embracing more ways to make physical connections. Attendance at Eventbrite events that mention dating or singles rose 62% in the early months of this year compared to the same time last year, according to Eventbrite. Uh, and the number of these events increased by 20%. The ticketing site said there's been a surge in nostalgic events on the service, including traditional crafts like 
pottery and the rise of theme parties that celebrate past decades. There you go. Speed dating. Why not? Bring it back. Um, here's an interesting one. Uh, actually, here's a bad one. Baby shark bathtub toys. Brand down. Seven and a half million baby shark bath toys are called after reports of impalement or lacerations. Um, the top fins on the shark toys pose a risk of impalement, lacerations, and punctures. So far, there have been 12 reports of children falling or sitting on recall full-size baby shark bath toys. Uh, it's, it's, the fins seem to be a little too sharp. The bath toys, which retail between $6 and $20, were sold nationwide in stores including Walmart, CVS, Dollar General, all the stores. So be careful with baby shark bath toys. Their fins are a little too sharp, and they're causing... Little guys, little men, little girls, and little boys to get stitches. We got to be careful on that stuff. And finally, brand, I don't know what you do with this, for fried rocks, the world's hardest dish. Stir-fried stones are China's latest street food fad, dubbed the world's hardest dish, literally. A traditional stir-fry featuring stones as its key ingredient has sparked culinary curiosity on, so on Chinese social media. You don't eat them. Uh, patrons are supposed to suck on the small rocks to relish the rich and spicy flavor of the dish, which originated in the eastern Chinese province of Hubei. There you go. What else could I say? And that's it for our Brands of the Week. Remember to tune in on Thursday to Frances Hogan, the uh, Facebook whistleblower. Her story is an incredible one. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple, anyplace else. Have a safe week, and we'll see you back on Thursday uh, for our big interview, and have a safe, safe one. We'll see you next time on On Brand. Music.